Michelle Flowers Lockhart, and what I do right now is I'm working on my Master's of Education so that I can go back out into the community and use my voice in different areas out in the community where I can uplift the people. I also make memes that are encouraging, informational, and uplifting. I have an organization called Chosen By, C-H-O-Z-E-N-B-Y, you can Google that and see some of the organizations that I work with out here in Seattle. I make hygiene packs for the homeless in my area that I go out and I distribute once a month, and I do outreach, and I also do community fundraising for that. Wonderful. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, hmm. 
Okay. Um, let me let me throw this out to you, and, and, and you and Tammy can um, try to tackle this. Uh, according to uh, Child Trends, which is a nonprofit organization, black children has lower expectations by the public education system. Why is that? I cannot begin to tell you that the educational system is not equal. We know that it's an unequal system. It's right. equal but unequal. We know that, you know, our children in the kindergarten, you know, like I think something like 78% or so, and I mean, let me make sure that that's correct, are held back in kindergarten. And, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of our, the way that the system is set up is set up for our children to fail, it's not set up for our children to succeed. It takes a lot of, it takes a team effort of uh, concerned teachers and concerned community members and concerned parents to push our children forward to the mark of success because the way the system is set up is not set up for our children to succeed. They're held back in ninth grade as well. Um, there's a high percentage of our kids that are being held back in, in these classes and put in special education um, classes when they don't need it they're they're the the it's just an awful situation um i couldn't begin to tackle every single aspect of that situation but a lot of it has to do too with um the parenting at home um our our a lot of our parents are working you know full-time jobs some of our parents are single mothers and they may be working two jobs they may be working overtime they may not have time to sit down and read to their kids like a lot of the other um minorities may be having other um help from family members to help them with their children or to read to them every night you know it's really it's disastrous what i see is scary and it really has to be addressed because our children are our future. They are the future of our people. So we have to address our youth in the educational system immediately. Mrs. Flowers? Right. Yes. Yes, she's absolutely right. There's a ton of problems with the educational system here in America. And one thing I did want to say about what to add to that is that it's a systematic, the system is set up at our disadvantage. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, every, it's woven, oppression is woven into every institution, every system, every organization that's here in America. It's hard to fight this huge monster without taking the head down. And so that's the problem. How do we take the head down? Because just the tail is not going to work. So we got to figure out how we can get our t- children to be on the priority list. Because we're not on a priority list. Right. I agree. African Americans are, are not on a priority list. So we're not getting funding that the white kids are getting. You know, it, 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 this, it's like this in every area that you can bring up in this society when it comes to black people. We're not a priority. And so I, I think until okay. we're seen as a priority, it's going to continue to be like this. You know, some people don't want us to succeed. And so how do we combat that? So maybe we need to start creating our own learning institutions and teaching our own children like we did back in the day. And not depend on white America to teach our children how to be black. Because they can't teach our kids how to, our culture and our beliefs and how we deal with society. It's very difficult for them to grasp the concept of the, the Caucasian world when they're black. These are black kids. I don't even relate to them half of the time. So how do, how are the children feeling? You know. So I don't know. It's it's, it's a big one. It's a big it's a okay. big issue, and it's a conversation that we must have. It's a conversation that I'm glad we're having today, and we need to. We I have an idea on how to take the head down. Stop being the body of that head. Stop. We have to pull ourselves out of this system. And like you said, 
go back to how we used to educate our children before integration because integration have dis- has destroyed our children, has destroyed our businesses, has destroyed everything that we have as as far as it has destroyed our men, has destroyed everything that we have as a people and that we are as a people. And we first, we have to know who we are as a people, and we have to protect our youth and our women because we are being attacked on every end. Our men are being locked up continuously. The educational system is nothing but the beginning. The educational system in America is the prisons that they training our kids to become prisons prisoners in the prisons that they're building for our boys and girls. So we really yep. Yep, have to absolutely. stand up and yep. take charge of this situation now because it is an it's an alarming situation where if it continues this way, we will be industrial prisoners for the our children will be prisoners and we will never have the proper education that our children will never have the proper education that they need to build our own businesses and our own communities and thrive and, and build our own agricultural systems. We will never and that's what their plan is. That's why it's set up that way. Like you said, it's systematic. It's a program. They set it up here in America to to destroy us, and we have to wake up and come out of it. And that's why I am so glad to talk to someone who is actually making differences in the community out there and making and and striving, and all you need is people to get behind you and support you, and we come together and figure out how to get these retired teachers into into homes where we can set up private homes where they can the retired teachers can come in and teach our children after school when they're going to that system right. that we have that they will put us in jail in if we don't send our kids there they they have threatened to lock up um a parent right. in California or has locked up parents in California for not getting their children immunized getting those immunizations because those immunization has a, has a lot to do with why our children are failing they have a lot to do with why our children are autistic and they have you know they're just destroying the minds of our youth that's what is happening to us yeah yeah. And so uh, yeah, you're going into a whole. I mean, this can just open up. This can open up a whole can of worms. But as far as the, uh, you know, like you were saying, the immunizations, the immunizations, you know, they affect different cultures differently. Yeah. So you got to remember that. Like just because one one person use um, an aspirin, it may work. The other person uses it, it may affect them differently. You got to understand that with any kind of substance that you're introducing into the body. You know, Especially if they're effect. practicing biological Certainly. biological weaponry, which, you know, is a whole other different, right. you know, they can target us, you know, easily by using different methods because right. they're, they're, they have their labs. They know what they're doing to us. We don't know right. what, what exactly. they're doing to us. They know what they're doing. They are professionals. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, both of you ladies brought up some very interesting points. But I want you to take a look at this. Across America, in our inner cities, most of the inner city schools are 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 run by us. A lot of these schools, the, the teachers in these schools are us. These principals in these schools are us. Uh, uh, it's not like in the 50s and 60s where you had white teacher teaching black children and white principals and, and white uh, uh, chancellors and, and white superintendents in these city schools. Some of these high officials are us. Now, I really can't understand why we are running this school system now. We fought so hard to get in these positions, and the statistics the stats are the same or worse. Why do you pick the stats? Okay, just to get, well, you know why? Because we're not running the system. True, you got people in government, people at the top, that they got certain requirements that you must follow or you will not have that job, or they will make it so miserable for you that you will quit that job. And I know this because I'm in grad school with a couple of teachers, and they told me their experience in when they were teaching for 15 or 20 years and how that all rolls out. 
So you got certain laws and things that you got to follow by. You just can't get up in there and talk about, I'm going to do this. You can't do that. That's sh- that's shunned upon in, t- in the education system. You know, they don't welcome bringing something new and new ideas. And this is one of the things that we talk about. How can we um, be more open to new things? If you know this ain't working, well, let's try something new. And so this is one of the problems that we have. That they're not allowed to be original and do new things. They're not encouraged to do that. They're, in fact, they're discouraged. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel well, if you don't follow if you if you don't follow the certain the certain school criteria that have to be followed from federal level, you can't just because you're a principal you can't yeah you you don't work like that. It's not even easy to open up your own school for blacks. They they have certain laws that you have to abide by in federal. That's why they say it's a system. That's why we say it's a system. The way the system is set up is a program. They have it set up the way that they want it set up to our disadvantage. And they will not even allow you in some aspects right. to teach certain part of history. That's why that's why when people come from other countries like Africa and they've learned they've been taught the history of America, you have to come and get re you have to get your your education, you have to be you have to take their test here because they want to know what they what you were taught there. They will not give you the proper uh <laughs> papers if you've been taught the truth about America. A lot of us here, we don't know what it's really go- what has really happened here in America. We just know what they have taught us in school. The, some of the stuff you have to even actually right. research the true history of America. So they have a system set up in place, and they have it firm in place. That's absolutely correct. And when they cr- and then when they hire our people and put them in these positions, it's just like you're just like running their system for them, and you're just a black face. Yeah, they're handlers. They're, they're handlers. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. handlers for the kids. That's what they are. Ladies, 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 are you trying to say, are you trying to say that the system is rigged, although we are in these high-level executive and teacher posts, and education is supposed to be a creative process, a learning process for all, are you saying that no matter who is in place, is the system that is failing our students? Absolutely. It's the, it's the it's system. The, it's, yes, it's the system. Yes. Okay, okay, Absolutely. okay, yeah. How do we, how do we as professionals, community people, residents in these cities, how do we combat? Now, you touched on a little bit, Tammy, about separation, but how do we combat this large, complex system that is not teaching our kids? I say we have to stop lending ourselves to this system. Stop being afraid to lose your job. Stop being afraid to stand up for what's right. Stop being afraid to, because it's just, it's just going to keep us in bondage if we are afraid to stand up to do the right thing for our children. We have to stop lending ourselves to the system. We have to create our own programs and our own um, educational systems. Within, within, first we have to start within this system. So it's not like we have to announce to the world what we're doing every time we get ready to do something. That's the problem that we black people have. When we get ready to contest something, it's always loud. It's always um, we're out there marching. We're out there saying this and saying that and telling the, the people what we're going to do. We need to start keeping some of that stuff on the inside of our programs. Like we need people that has a round that we need our own roundtable with people who can sit down and and and, and plan and strategize without announcing to the the system what we're actually doing. Because we are always looking for them right. to help us. We are always having we are always saying, Look, right. um you're killing us but can you please help us? It doesn't make any sense. We need to right. stand for ourselves and help ourselves. Right. Help ourselves. Right. right. That's right. And we can do it too. We can we, can. we have the power. Yeah, we can absolutely we have the money, do that. we have the power. Without a doubt. We just yeah. have to stop being afraid. We just need the we just we just need the mindset, you know, because mm-hmm. you know they got a saying. 
I've been clean and sober for uh, almost 10 years. Well, they got Alcoholics Anonymous. They say some must die in order for others to live. So that's what we got to adopt that motto, and we got to get out here and do what we got to do and understand that the, to, to do something this powerful, we're going to lose some people. Yeah. That's a part of change. It, it, you see, in history, you know, that's a part of change. And, and there, was a, there was a gentleman that I did a video on my, my Facebook page today. I shared it. And this is, this is what he was talking about, this exact mm-hmm. same thing. You know, how are we going to change this? We got to, you know, we, everybody's talking, 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 talking. Now, you know, I'm only one person. I'm doing my little part, you know. Everybody needs to do their own little part, and we could do this. But people don't want to do it. They want to sit up. You know, they're being flooded. Yeah, flooded with these negative images and uh, naked women and drugs and guns and money and jewelry, and that's what they flood us. That's what's educating our kids. we got to pull them away from all that negative stuff first and reprogram them. We have to protect our youth because the youth, they know that the youth are our future. That's why they're programming, programming them in these systems and in these schools and they have everything set up through the zeitgeist, through this television and television that the kids are watching and programming them through this music that they're pushing out because they know right. that they destroy our youth that we are as good as dead. They know that we are de- we are we are defeated right. as long as we stand and allow this to happen or sit and allow this to happen. We need to stand and start to prevent some of this negativity. I see people that are now starting to go out into the communities and police their own communities and look out for their own, you know, the youth in the communities. And we need to have more of that. We need to have more men that will stand right. up protect their children and protect the youth in the communities and protect the women because if you're not then you're if you can't do that then guess what if they destroy the black male then we're we're all destroyed we're we're done we're good we're good as dead right so we have to stand up and realize that this system is killing us and that we are not really free here in america they say that we're free here. We're not free here. People yeah. in Africa think that Americans got it so good. Like we just have like everything is free and everything is flowing with milk and honey and that we just have everything, all these name brand this and this and that. That is not what America is. America is just like a corporation. It's a corporation that has control over every single human being in America. And I tell you, everybody in America lives in a box gets in a box, goes to work in a box, and comes back home to a box. We need to start breaking this system for our youth so that they can know that, hey, the way this system is set up, that you can create your own system. You can have your own imagination. You can create anything that you want to create. You don't have to work for somebody else for the rest of your life. On that right. I would like to uh, ask this. Uh, in the article, it, it says that many Black males goes and you brought and you hit on this a few minutes ago. Many black males go from high school and straight into prison. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do you think is that such a regular pattern that we go from getting out diploma if we get out diploma, getting out diploma, right straight into the prison? Well, I believe that because from a black male being born, it's already set up. The system is set up for the black man to fail. So that's why the why education you, why, why system think, is set up the way it is. So think, that why do you think why do you think in this country that the black man in America is set up to fail, not to provide for his family, not to be a leader in his community? Is it? Because of our own behaviors, or it's because of the structure that is set before us. It's because of power. It's because it's black men. Yeah, it's because of power. It's the power they want to control everything. You know, the caucus people, the caucus mountains. Want to control everything. They know if they educate a male properly, a black male properly, and give him all the tools that he needs to succeed, that he would take over everything, that we would take over everything. The black male see anytime a black man makes a baby, you get another black baby, no matter who he's mixing with. You understand? These people are afraid. 
that they're going to lose power. They don't want the black man to have all the tools that he needs to succeed because of power. They want to stay in power. And if they know if they give our children the tools right. that they need to, to succeed, they're going to lose that, the power. They will have no more power over us. And they ain't got to do nothing right. And all they got to do is give us just a little bit, and we know, how to, we know what to do with it. So, uh-huh. you know. We're they, the won't even us, they won't even give creators. us a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, all we need is a little bit. Can we have a, can we have a little bit? <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. So you're, saying, so you're saying that if they level the playing field. If they, they will make, never level the playing field. Never. Never. No, because they will lose everything. They're really weak. I That's why they, this I, I is, this I is why the system is set up the way it is. What, give the question. I didn't finish with the question. You're saying if they level the playing field, that our people will be more more progressive, more successful than we are today. Absolutely, absolutely. Look at all the look at look at how they had all the slaves that invented all the things that they needed to work with that makes America function today. A slave. So if a slave can invent a telephone, then just imagine what a free man can invent. You know, we, are, we have been slaves since they brought us here. We think we're free, but we're not. We're, technically, we're still working inside the corporation. We're inside the machine. We're the fuel that makes the machine run. Mm-hmm. That's who we are. And that's how they've been using right. us since they brought us here or since they've this taken over the um, lands here. You know, yeah, without us, she's on point. Yeah, she's on point. You have anything to add to that? She's telling me exactly like add? it is. Okay. Now, um, do you think? Do you do you think that that the United States government should invest more? in our school, in the city schools, or we should start developing our own schools and or, or, or have some type of uh, options for black parents like they do in yeah. other oh. areas. Hmm? Yeah, excuse yeah, me? Both. Well, both. Yeah, I agree with her. The reason why I say both is because you you, you got to understand why we're in this current situation. So you you know what you, you you both know why we're in this situation that we're in and what was the cause of this situation. So the people who caused the situation need to invest in correcting the situation. Is what how I feel, and let us correct it the way we want to correct it. But you messed this up like this. You need it. You yeah. You, you need to give us some money to fix this. That's the way I feel about it. They are holding all okay. the money and all the power, and they should do a lot of things. They should give us money to uh, mm-hmm. fix our school systems and to fix what they have broken. But they are so wicked and evil. When you try to appeal to even the conscious, it's almost like they don't even have a conscious because the evil continues. It's not like something that just happened this year or 10 years ago or two decades ago. Right. We're talking about something right. that's continuous. And right. even though the parents, the, the people, the, the, their, the ancestors that actually created this system in the, to begin with have passed on, guess what? They passed, on, they passed the power on to their children, and their children are still keeping the machine going. It's not like they have a conscious to appeal to. So they should actually pay for everything that they have done wrong. But the day of recompense is coming because whether they know it or not, they're going to pay one way or the other. Well, and we need to start standing up for our own youth and our own women and our own children because we can't rely on the government to do everything for us because the government has never done anything for us to begin with. They should do more than what they have done. And I would take any uh, funds for any education, but they would not give me any stipulations on how to educate my children along with those funds because I would not take that. That's well, my let me, let, me, let, me, well, let me ask you this. Uh, as a people, we spend $1.1 trillion per year. We are $1.1 trillion in consumers. Now, what you said 
that uh, 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 they have the resources and power. Don't you think that that is a lot of power and instead of doing all that consumption, that $1.1 trillion in consumption, don't you think that we have enough resources where we don't have to rely on the government and start our own educational system? Do you think Absolutely. that? Do you think that we are at the point where we don't have to rely on the federal government because they're going to invest only for so much, the minimum. Uh, 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 so therefore, with this one point one trillion dollars, don't you think we have enough resources to invest in our own educational system? And if we do have that, what would you think it would look like? What do you? What do I think that education? Well, I'm going to say I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to answer the first part of the question. I do believe we have the resources, the funding to do it for ourselves. The only thing about that is I think we need to, our our value is not in the right place. Mm-hmm. The things that money is being spent on has no value. It has no real value. And so we need to stop spending money over here And because, I mean, we buy stuff we don't need. You know, I, I can live, I can live on $300 a month, or maybe even less than that, 100 bucks. But I, I, I've been doing this my whole life, so I, I know how to be thrifty. I know I how to be thrifty. I know how to make ends meet. I know how to do all that. And I know we all know how to do that because we come from the same roots. So I know we all know how to do that. So if, if we all just, you know, go back to buying the things that we need, there's ways to get nice things without paying an arm and leg. I do it all the time. I probably should start a class on it. I post. I also do posting on my social media of how I find golden nuggets, and I share that with people. Well, you know, uh, for instance, I'm going to give you an example. I bought a tombstone uh, for my uh, a head a headrest for, uh, a headstone for my brother at my mother's gravesite. So these headstones I got them offline, free shipping, and I got two for eleven hundred dollars, free shipping. All the way from California down to Mississippi. Okay? Now I go get this information to my good friend who lost his mother and brother, and he gives this information to his sister who who is in charge of all decisions. And she prefers to go and, and give the white man fifteen hundred dollars for a headstone that she can go online and get free shipping and get the same exact headstone for two or three hundred dollars. So that's our thinking. Like why would you go over here when I just give you this information over here and we can put that 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 money towards something else. So, you know, we we gotta figure out how to distribute our money differently and find out ways to cut through and and get the same get the same quality but for a lesser price. And that's that's what I do. I'm a professional at doing that. I guarantee you that's what I do. I live lovely because I do that. But I mean I try to I try to tell people stuff like this all the time, you know, to save them money. But they don't take none of that advice or look into it. They'd rather just nah, I'd rather just go spend well go spend it on you, you don't even have to do that. But you know, you can't make people save money and put it where where it needs to be put. It's a mind it's something frame. they have to want to do on their own. Mm-hmm. It's a mind yeah. frame of people these but that, days. That was the like first part. Yeah, sorry. I wanted to agree with you. I just wanted to iterate you the know, mind sure. frame. We need to change our mind frame. I agree totally. Just like you see the kids lining up for those Jordans, paying hundreds of dollars for Jordans when they should be using it for something else, anything else. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, okay, let's say we change the mindset. Now, I'm going to repeat the second part of my question. If we shall develop our own educational system, what do you think it will include? What would it look like? How would it feel, per se? For example, well, uh, one thing it would include is one thing. One thing it must include is. 
for example, uh, uh, less and less black children will be dropping out of school. Uh, uh, more and more children will be learning about themselves. We'll be having uh, uh, black professionals that really are invested in the child education development. I mean, I, I, I mean, will it be the same old thing that we've been doing? For the past 70 years or 60 years since Brown versus Board Education, or will it be different? Will it be more Afrocentric? Will it be more development? Will it be more inclusive? Will, it, will, 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 will more of our kids be going to colleges or, or, or uh, obtaining uh, uh, skills that are marketable? I mean, how, how, will, how will it look? If, if we have the opportunity to run our own, it would it would look like it would look like all of that. Mm-hmm. It would look like all of that. Uh, it would look like yeah. Me home. personally, um, I I would I would like to uh, I would like to work in the system of of educating our people on how to take care of ourselves, uh, mind, body, and, and soul. Period. Because a lot of stuff that we're doing today. And we're putting in our body, and that we're subjecting ourselves to. We're being poisoned every day, all day long, and that affects the way we think, and the way we interact, and the way we feel, and the way we process information. So, I mean, I'm in the process now of a total lifestyle change. Like I said, I've been clean for ten years. I've, I've made many, many changes up until this time, but I'm still working on other changes, like letting that meat go, which is mm-hmm. a, a, another thing that doesn't digest properly in the stomach, and that we're not supposed to be eating anyway. You it's know, and, and, and the catfish and, and the bottom feeders and, yeah, and, and, and they're feeding us garbage. You know, some of our food is plastic. I would educate oh, our yeah. kids on what to eat and not to eat. They'll think better. They'll make better choices. They'll feel better in general about themselves. So if you're putting garbage in your body all day, of course you're going to feel like crap. You ain't going to want to hear what nobody got to say. You're not going to want to pay attention. Your, your attention's going to be short and all mm-hmm. that. You know, we got to learn how to take care of our bodies. So we can function properly the way we are meant to function. And that's getting back to those fruits and vegetables. Yes. Uh, yeah, just, um, clean water, purified water. Everybody get you a zero water container because, yeah, they're messing with the water supplies all over. But yeah, that's no. one of my concerns is just getting people healthy, mm-hmm. getting people healthy so that we can think straight. Because when I wasn't healthy, I wasn't. Ten years ago, there's no way I could think the way I was thinking today. No way. But now that I'm nice and clean and healthy and I got ten years behind me of doing this, my thinking is on point. You know, I can think. I can critical think. I can add two and two together. I can put stuff together. I can pull from from A, B, and C and pull it all in together and make a D, all that, because my thinking, is, it has improved with my lifestyle improvement. So the more we improve our life, the more quality we can improve our education and the things that we learn and comprehend and put back into society. I think it just starts with the mind, body, and soul. We get that intact. When you get your mind, body, and soul intact, everything else is going to fall in place. Mm -hmm. And that's where the unity comes in. If we get if we get our people on the one accord, mind, body, and soul, I ain't talking about no religion. I don't do religion. I'm all religion. But if we get that spiritual, that spiritual connection, and you understand the things that you're doing to your body, you really understood what you were doing to your body, I believe a lot of people would stop if they really, really fully understood what was going on in this society today and why we can't think and why we can't, you know, we're forgetting stuff and you're overweight and you don't feel good and you don't feel like doing this and your energy's down and, you know, you got, you got 10 million things that, that you got to remember in one day. Life shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be like that. You can't learn. You can't really learn in a stressful environment. When you're stressed out, you got to worry about where, how I'm going to eat, where I'm going to sleep, or, or life, is mom going to be able to pay the bills? You know, kids worry about things like that. They see what's going on in the environment. They're not dummies. They're just little adults. They're yes. little adults. And somebody had to teach me that because I didn't, I didn't know kids were little adults for a long time. Somebody taught me that, and now I understand they are little adults. They got a voice, they got opinion, they got feelings, and all that, just like us. They see yeah. and they understand a lot more than we give them credit for. You just got to sit out and talk to them, point. and I guarantee you. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know what, ladies? I, I like to start at it, just yeah. educating. 
You know what, lady? And I, I agree 100% with her because eating right, if you, just like me, I, I just, I'm a vegetarian of two years. I have changed my I have weight my weight has changed my way of thinking has changed my my aspects in life has changed completely just from eating differently and if they're poisoning the water supply with right. fluoride remember fluoride is the same thing that Hitler put in the Jews water when he had them in the camp the concentration camp so fluoride is very detrimental to your mind to the way you think the way you calculate it dumbs you down. And they spend a lot of money on media because they want to dumb our children down. They want us to eat this McDonald's crap and this Taco Bell crap and all this stuff that they're feeding our kids. This, this corporation has a system set up in place to, to basically turn us into cattle. Because without us, the system doesn't work. So if we start taking our mind and body out of this system and create and coming back to ourselves, that's why they spend so much money to try to make us think about things that has nothing to do that is good for us, like sex and drugs and alcohol. You see all this stuff they're always advertising and the, and the music that our kids listen to and all this stuff. It's all a program. It's not something that's just by chance or coincidence. Like when music used to be music back in the day, then, you know, that's another but now music is more like a, a program. It programs our kids to think a certain way, to act a certain way, to want to eat certain things. The commercials could program them. The, 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 the educational system is a program. It programs them to think that, you know, what they're learning is actually real. A lot of our – I have to school my kids every day, and I, I often want to pull them out of school and homeschool them. And, and that might be uh, uh, the beginning of a solution, if we start homeschooling our children, might be the beginning of a solution. Because well, without us, there's no educational yeah. system. But then, but then you Wait, know, we also got to pay our bills, too, so. Yeah. In Texas, uh, there are these ladies in uh, San Antonio, Texas, young sisters that, that came to these young moms that come together and they have a homeschool together. Uh, uh, training and teaching their children, but um, I just want to uh, change the direction of, of, of my question. Um, I was in the barber shop to, this afternoon, uh, this afternoon, getting my cut, right? Or oh, I mean, my hair cut. That's what we call getting a cut. And, um, and the brothers start talking. That was about eight of us in there, and the brothers start talking about the young generation, the youth. And everything was so negative, right? So I tried to interject some positiveness in it, and I was just tore down. I was just ripped apart. So that is how can how can adults how can adults change their thinking? Because because they 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 not the uh, the exception here. They they they're the representation of the men. Uh, how can adults change their perception of the youth? Because I know many adults have negative views about our youth. Well, you know, what, what, one, thing, one thing we as adults and parents have to do, we have to realize what the source is. We, we have to understand, you know, what, what's really going on. And that also comes from educating yourself. And, you know, you got, and, you know, people walk around all day long with a computer in their pocket. You got massive amount of information. Anything you want to know, you Google it. You know how much information that, that, that phone holds? I mean, pretty much in the world is on, the, is on your phone. So there's no reason for people not to know things that they need to know. And that's what upsets me because people want to always say this or say that. Or I don't believe this. Well, why don't you research it? Why don't you do some research? I mean, some real research. And then come talk to me. Because there's a lot of things that we've been taught as a people that are not simply true. It's just not true. And, and, and I had to unlearn a lot of stuff because I had to think for myself and say, Michelle, wait a minute. Okay. Now, I was upset when I first found out about it. I was upset. I was mad for two weeks sitting in my class. I was mad. <laughs> but I had a black instructor, and she understood. But I was mad when I first found out about four years ago. Okay. So after I got over being mad, I had to figure out, what was I going to do about it? So my solution was to start finding out more. And I was interested in, oh, how did we get to this? How did they do this to us? How does this work? 
and I start figuring out how it works, then I start wanting to learn, okay, so what can I do to change it? What's my part? How can I combat this? What can I do from where I'm at? What do I need to do? What role do I need to take to educate myself so that I can help my children before I leave here? Because I want to do everything that I can. And I'll help anybody. I'll help anybody do anything as long as it's positive. That you want to do if Queen E Michelle Flowers, aka Queen E, can help you, I guarantee you, I'm gonna help you. If it's within my will, I'm gonna help you. And that's the type type of person I am. But I've always been like that my whole life, even when I was out in the streets. You know, I was, you know, I, I'm I'm just a helper. That's what I do. That's my that's my mission here. So I think we just need to educate ourselves on the origination of the problem, and that, and we need to open our mind and realize that okay. Maybe maybe some of the stuff, maybe everything I taught really wasn't the truth. Let me do some research and just find out and see how much sense this makes. And when you get to digging, you're going to find out that this makes no sense at all, none at all, you know. So I think we need to open our mind and, and clear, 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 start with a clean sheet of paper and throw everything away and start anew. And then you, you'll see some new stuff popping up. You got, it. but you can't keep holding on to the old stuff and taking in new stuff. We got to get rid of that old stuff. See, when I go shopping, uh, I, I get rid of my old stuff and I and I donate that and I go get new stuff. I can't keep it all because it's too much. It's too much, and it, it, it don't you it, it don't go together. It's too much. So you got to get rid of some stuff before you know it. You be hoarding, and you gonna have all kind of stuff you want, you don't want, you need, you don't need. So you got to get rid of some of that old stuff so you can bring in some new stuff. That's true. You got to clean your closet out because that old stuff holds energy that you may not even you be done with doesn't serve you anymore. I, you're awesome. Like just sitting talking to you, just uh, just knowing that you are actively in the community. That is in, that's refreshing and encouraging. Yes, that's so true. Yeah, well, I did. I started an organization. I quit my job. I quit my job because. I didn't like the way I was being treated, you know. When I would go to the meetings, and there was only three or four, three or four uh, black case managers, and I noticed that uh, I was a case manager at the time for uh, Clean and Sober House, and I noticed they kept leaving slowly, slowly for different reasons, and I was like down around this room of forty, fifty people, and it's like two black people, you know, and going to these meetings, and you're talking about those people, and for me, because I am those people. So, yeah. you know, with that and a whole lot of other drama that was going on, I quit the job and I started my own organization going out, trying to help people, educate people the way I want to help educate my people. So that's what I do. Well, let me ask you all this, y'all. Let me ask you this. You keep on talking about change, change, change. Do you think African Americans are open? To change. Some are, some aren't. No. <laughs> they don't want to change. They don't want to change. They want to hold on to that, to them teachings that they've been holding on to for dear life. Some of, some, a lot of us are walking away, though. A lot of us are, a lot of us are changing, but there are some that are set in their ways and that will not change, and they will not give back that white God. So, I believe that there are some no. that are set to change mm-hmm. and there's some that can't change, some that won't change. And I believe that there's a lot of mental health right. in in our community. Us, too, so. why, why do you think that some of us will not change? Well, I think that the some of us won't change they're so used to being what they have being believing what they've been believing, doing what they've been doing, and they don't want to know the truth. They don't want to hear the truth. I talk to people about the truth sometimes, they don't want to hear it. They want to believe and live in their own world that they've been because they're comfortable, because because they're comfortable there. They're comfortable yeah. going to church. They're comfortable talking about Jesus saves. They're t- they're comfortable about with that because that's what they've been programmed to believe. You have to change your like she said. That's you have okay, to start yeah. with a new mind. You right. have to get rid of all. You have to unlearn some of the stuff right. that you have learned that keeps you in a, in bondage. And some people are not willing to unlearn. They want to. They love their their white God and they love their Jordans and they love this system that they're in and they don't want to give it up. But let me tell you, excuse me, sister, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you the impact. Excuse me, excuse me. Oh, hold on, hold on. Do you feel today, 2016, that there are black folks that still believe 
is, is the spirituality being white? That God Absolutely. Being white? I believe that, yes. I believe that they, they subconsciously believe that because they've seen so many photos and they're subconsciously programmed. They subconsciously believe that. And subconscious mind is way more powerful than a conscious mind. So if subconsciously you've been fed, oh, you know, these pictures and these photos, and, and you know, they knew that when they created the system that if they put a white guy before us, that we would subconsciously be inferior to that white God and that that would be embedded in our subconscious mind. They knew that, and that's why they did it, because they're very, like, cunning and sneaky, and they know this stuff. You know, (laughs) this is what they did to our system. This is what they did to us. So there are many, many people that can look at a picture of a white Jesus and say, that's that's Jesus. I don't know who Marcus Garvey is, but that's Jesus. I know him. That's our God. You know, many Many, many. I've well, seen videos. Are, are you saying that black folks today don't know who Marcus Garvey is? They have streets named after Marcus Garvey. There's a lot of black people who don't know who Marcus Garvey is, but they, they can see two pictures, one of white Jesus and one of Marcus Garvey, and they'll ask you, okay, so who is this? And they don't know who Marcus Garvey is, but they know who Jesus is. Absolutely. You ever see yeah, those videos? Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's going yeah. on today. It's sad, but it's true. 2016. Yeah, but see, the thing about it, yeah, yeah. The thing well, about it, what I was going to say happens. is that. And it's a program. You, it's a mind. It's a brainwashing program. It's an MK Ultra program that people are just brainwashed, and they just don't, they just, that's what they are, you know. And, and you come and I, I tell guess. somebody that, know? look, that's not so. They will I fight you. They'll be like, uh-uh. Well, I guess I guess when we get our own educational system, maybe more of us will know who Marcus Garvey is and Stokey Carmichael and, and Megan Evers and John Hendrick Clark and, 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 and Dr. Ben Wuhan. And, you know, maybe more. And, and, and I agree. Well, you know, we do. well, you know, I think, I think. Go ahead. Hello. 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 Yeah, are you there? Go ahead. Yeah. I think we might. No, we still got Yeah, so I think, I think right now that the closest. What? We thought yeah. we lost you. So Go the ahead. closest Go ahead. thing that I see to educate. No, the closest thing that I see to educating our people right now, what we have, is we got a lot of educators like myself that's on Facebook, and they're posting stuff about history, and they're posting a lot of good um, stuff that can, you know, kind of make you think about what you've been taught, and then you see this over here. So it, it's really being flooded with a lot of good information as far as our history and who we are as a people and people uplifting. And, you know, uh, the women that don't have to dress half this attention or to be beautiful. You can you can put your clothes on. You don't have to do that. Uh, I'm going to post a video. I'm going to post a TED Talk uh, probably tomorrow. What's your name on Facebook? What's... That's Michelle Michelle Flowers Lockhart. Michelle Lockhart Flowers, either way. Okay. Lockhart okay. Flowers, Michelle. All right. I, I'm going to put you on. I'm going to request okay. you. One last question. Okay. One last question. Okay. Okay. And that, now, this last question, I want before you respond, I want you to think it through because this this is a passion of mine, okay? How can we get our gang members off the corners, out of the destructive behavior, and back into learning and becoming productive? Well, we can't do that. They gotta. They have people have to want to make a change for themselves. One thing about change, you can't. For but these are kids, These are thirteen, fourteen, fifteen year olds. But, but, oh, yeah. but when I was a kid, I, I was a kid, and I, yeah, I, I, I've been a kid, and, and I was doing what I wanted to do out there. <laughs> but so it, it's got to be something that's attractive to make them want to come from out there. Because, you know, really, you can't really make no 15, 16, 18-year-old do nothing. You really can't make them. You know what I mean? So can't make I'm going to force you to sit in the classroom. I'm going to force you. So you got you got you, you, you to give them an alternative that's better than what they got. 
and that they can that they'll go for. Some yeah, incentive. you can influence them. So it's yes. got to be something better than. Yeah, you gotta get you gotta you gotta give them something to go to. You can't just say, "Oh, you just need to stop doing that." Okay, you do this. So, so you gotta have, you gotta that? be ready for that. When you say well, you want them to stop, well, we have to sit down. That's a whole other show. We have to sit down and come up with some ideas. <laughs> One is brotherhood, and the second is money. Okay, so what can be an enticing alternative for them to come off the corners? We need after-school programs. We need programs that will that will um, that will encourage our youth to look into something more than what they're doing. We have to offer them something more. You have to say, man, there's something more to life than this. Look, look at this. This is more than, this is better than, or, and they have a right to choose. I mean, they have their own mind. They can choose what they want to do. They want to do good. They want to do bad. But if they have an alternative, most of our youth are going to want to do what's best or what's good for them or what makes them feel good. You know, not just, you know, being out on a corner does not make them feel good. They're out there because it's the system that they're in that has forced them out there. It's not like they want to be there. So give right. them an op- an, an op- you know an, an option to be able to do something more than what they're actually right. doing, and they will more more than none more more times than not choose to do what makes them you know what's offered to them that is a better alternative. We have to give our youth a better alternative than what they have right now, because right the way right now right. the way everything is set up. It's a it's just like they're out there, but they don't want to be there. They just feel like they don't have an option. They don't have a choice. And some that do, I'm saying that yep. all of our youth are like that. Some some are just you know wanting to do what they want to do, and they have to learn and they have to go through that circle of life. But some of our youth just need an alternative. Ladies, good conversation and discussion. I enjoyed you. Uh, we only have two minutes left. I have to get ready to sign off. But I really, really enjoyed you, Mrs. Lockhart. I, you know, Tammy, you know, Tammy, and I are going to yes, keep doing this for a while. I enjoyed it so much. And, 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 uh, <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed the show, too, as well. Thank you for having me on. Uh, it's great. It's great. You will be coming back, too, Michelle, okay? You will be coming back, all right? So, hey, right sure, Seattle, right? Anytime. Anytime. Oh. Anytime. Yeah, uh, you're close. Yes, of course I am. I'm in Seattle. Yes, you're close to Portland. I'm in Portland, so maybe we can have do brunch at some point in time and get together and go over a master plan. Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure, <laughs> yes. for sure, for sure. Just send me a Facebook friend request and we'll go from there. I will do that. Okay, ladies, good night. That's good night. Good, good, good night. Blessings. This is another week of Black Earth America. I was Tammy Caselli and Michelle Lockhart Flowers or Michelle Lockhart, either way you want to go. Just remember this. <laughs> I am. We are because I am. And don't forget to tune on Thursday night for Superior Power of Black America with Daryl and Monique Freeman. I'm out of here. Hey.